Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you've never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo has a performer. Ooh, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. <laughs> and we're here to give you our professional, professional, professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race UK, UK Season 3. So let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling the GNT Podcast. Clank. Clank. Um, hi Tom. Hi Bella. How are you? I know I'm getting in there first. How are you? I'm really I'm, interested in you well, as a person. Question. Mm-hmm. Um, question. Did you or did you not come for me not long ago in the dining theatre, Tom? Dining theatre. Yeah, the dining theatre. The, the dining. kitchen. I'm trying to be fancy. <laughs> Did you? Dining did you or did you not come for me? I, I don't think so. Can you please be more specific? You came for my followers. You came <laughs> no, for my Instagram. You patronize. You patronizing. Well, oh. you know what? Now that you're getting all this attention on the Instagram, <laughs> all these thousands of likes, all your followers just keep growing. No, don't no. don't come for me and my followers. Okay, Tom. I, I am but a humble. I am but a humble user of social media. I do not invest my time in it. Okay? You know who you sound like, Mimi. I'm first. Do not attack my fans, bitch. Well, what I seen. You ain't got that many. And that's literally what you <laughs> no, said to me. That's literally what you said to me. You're like, well, Paolo, um, your followers are growing. <clears throat> I was like, how dare you? I didn't quite cough like a man. But... Look, you know what? Jesus only had 12, Tom. So I'm doing <laughs> fine. So I'm going to move on. They because there's a well, lot of negative them. negativity. Um, excuse negativity. me. I just, what I would say, there's a little bit of projection going on here. I think my good-natured comment has been twisted and misconstrued um, because of your own insecurities. Tom, um, I'm just. Can you just cheer me up? Can you just read us uh, the review that we got, which was a lovely review? And thank you very much. And this review is going to change the energy right yeah, now. It's it going to change this energy. Okay, it's going to do a 180, not Lay a 360 as everyone else. Lay does. it on me. So we got a review, and the title is so fun. So fun. And it says, move over, drag her. This is my new fave drag race podcast. And it's by Hnsbsen. <laughs> which is a really lovely catchy name. Thank you very, very much, Hnsbsen. I think that's probably a contraction of something, and I would love them to send us a little message to let them know what that means. No, that's probably the name, Tom. Oh, yeah, perhaps I'm being really, really insensitive there. Beautiful name. Thank you. But for such a sweet review. Thank you so much, Hnsbsen. Yeah, thanks. Now, drag her is... Nicole it's, Byers? Yeah. yeah. Podcast? Yes, something like that. I've never listened to it. Only because I don't like um, getting other people. You know, the reason, yeah, yeah, that, we the reason to, why yeah. our podcasts are out immediately mm-hmm. is because we don't like to hear the opinions online, the That's opinions right. from other people, from friends. I want to, we watch it live mm-hmm. and we record it immediately and then we get it out. So that it's everything just plain, authentic. It's a hundred percent what we think. Yeah. Because some, you know, sometimes you watch, like, when you hear something from someone, you can be as stubborn as you want, but it does influence it the does. way that it you um, experience something. Because I love Race Chaser. I love um, any review featuring Bob the Drag Queen. Yeah. The reviews that Bob and Thorgy did of. Oh, um, I loved it. The first thing I did when we finished the last yeah, series is watch I watched. Them. I watched theirs. I mean, 
but I left it until after. So yeah. it wasn't because Bob is so, Bob and Thorge is just so charismatic. I just, mm. and I'm so susceptible. I'm just yeah. a weak minded. Yeah. I just absorb their opinions and call them my own and I'd do it on an unconscious level. It wouldn't be truly conscious. But it's so lovely and flattering to be compared to to Nicole's um podcast. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. I I really loved that that review. So um mm-hmm. look, automatically I feel much better. The energy got changed. Thank oh, you so much, Susan. Thank so, you. Let's get straight into it because we know that this week is the snatch game. It is indeed. So now, there's gonna be a lot to talk about. Um, characters, characterizations, funny, funny humor, comedy, wit. Wit in abundance, I hope. Um, I have a question for you, yes. Bolivar. Um, if you were on the Snatch Game today, who would be some of your choices for characters? Who would you be? Oh, I... No drag race queens, remember? No, 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 no. If I. Because that's had apparently to official rule nowadays. Game, I don't know. Um, I mean, I would have known, like, I, I bet you I've said it already in previous podcasts, mm-hmm. who I would do. It would be Valerie Cherish. Oh, you'd be a fab Valerie, actually. I would be Valerie Cherish. Or, I don't need to see that. Would you try and do, obviously, we have seen Beyonce done right in a performance, but not in a snatch game. Yep. Would you try and no, do Beyonce? No, I would not touch Beyonce. Only in, I would only do what Trinity K. Bonet did. I would only do Beyonce in performance because that's really the only way you can try to to capture her. And I feel like I can do more justice in a performance than I can as Beyonce. You've always said that. I know that I know how I would do it. I mean, I've seen other people do it correctly online. That's what I was going to say. You've but, always said um, you channel that amazing shit Beyonce says. Yeah, you just, you? instead of trying to be regal, you just got to be so full of yourself <laughs> yeah. and make it seem like it's the most normal thing <laughs> because she is so above everyone. Yeah. And it's not, it's not about be, trying to be funny. It's mm-hmm. about being so absurdly rich or being so absurdly out of, out of touch with the reality yeah. that you just come across as just like what the hell this this slightly mad deity yeah, yeah. i feel that's the way you need to do her not drugged up on bloody pills like who was kenya it michaels. um kenya michaels that was unfortunate bloody hell, what age o'hara she was like she just made her a very angry middle-aged woman she, didn't she She was karen she was, what, she, was karen. she was black karen <laughs> she girl was she was black karen. karen i was no no and of course we can't forget tara sanchez <laughs> america's sweetheart she was just um, very proper, just like Beyonce. But can I just say, if out of all the Beyonce's done to date, to be fair, Tyra Sanchez, to be fair, is the best Beyonce, probably. Like King, King James, formerly Tyra Sanchez's rendition of Beyonce, probably is the closest. It is. It and is. She had one or two pseudo funny lines. I guess she was just very much overshadowed by Tatiana and Pandora. Mm. And it was the first ever snatch game. And to be fair, um. Tyra slash King James did try and make it funny, whereas not everybody knew to make it funny. So yeah. she did okay. She did okay. Sure. But we'll get more into that discussion um, when we get there. Oh, yeah, I will Just tell you who I'd be. Down. Thank no, you for asking. I, well, I, no, I didn't ask. <laughs> Tom, I did, I did not ask you who you would be. It's I want just to not, talk about it's it. It's not worth the airtime. Go on. <laughs> Do I need to ask? Go uh, on. I would probably be Julia Davis as Jill Tyrrell from Nighty Night, uh, which British listeners might get a bit more. I mean, but if you had to. Two. Yeah. Time to talk to the Kataro, Cathy. <laughs> um, I will I will let you know, Don, we are having quite a meaty buffet. 
I the selection she, of tongues. She teased a season three, but it was fake, and that I was, was fake. like so sad. I was like, oh. My alternative would be Betty Davis, but I can literally do just one line. Oh, Sit up me, or otherwise it gets nasty. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. set a plate of cards. Just call it, it a twenty. Call it in for gas. Otherwise <laughs> it's nasty. The only Betty Davis line I could do would be "This place is a dump," which I actually stole off Jinx Monsoon, but I enjoy saying it really, and I would I would happily just. Make that my entire character. Let's just before, let's do a quick recap mm-hmm. on where we are. Now, last week, quickly, mm-hmm. we had Drag Lexa. There were no winners. First time in Drag Race. It was such a dramatic blah. episode. It was, um, it was kind of the whole episode was swallowed up by the Scarlet kind of uh, drama. And yeah. You know, we know what happened. You know what happened. Um, she What's got that? she was she was pretty angry. She was pretty upset, and then she just came off quite. Bratty. Let's be honest. It was it was it was quite bratty. She was, it was in her feelings, quite yeah. entitled, but but ultimately she was just very hurt, and she was, she was trying to process her pain. But I don't think she was given the time to because as her pain was happening, there were questions. They were like, and she, so she was defensive. She was in pain. She didn't mm-hmm. know how to react. And I mean, she she's young. Tom. She really she really showed, and maybe it's her age, maybe it's just her personality style. Well, it's something a lot of us do when we when we get really upset. Actually, she slipped into quite black and white thinking. It was very all or nothing, very dichotomous. Um, it was very like what she heard. What she heard was everybody saying they didn't like her when Rue would ask them a question that they had to answer. Mm. And very few of them, if any of them, really made it personal. But she felt. She felt very attacked. Yeah, she did. Um, and she made it known how she felt. It remains to see how this affects the group dynamics going forward. Can I just say that, A, I don't condone any hate mm-hmm. towards any of the queens. Um, they're, they're giving us art. They're giving us drama. They, you know, They're giving us we, a, we say some week. amazing things to watch. I don't believe in ever sending hate, mm-hmm. but I do want to point out something very obvious. Mm-hmm. Um. Scarlet has not had the same backlash. Yeah, I know where you're going with that. This, you yeah. would expect if that was if Candy Muse, yes, had did yes. that, had done been as dramatic as that, has walked out, mm-hmm. had shoved someone's head on stage during the nobody's scene. talking about no. That. If Candy Muse had done this, if a black queen had done yeah. this, if Vanity Milan had done this, yeah. We would be hearing there would be a lot of let's be there would be hate online, but there is yeah. surprisingly no backlash on I, Scarlet. I complete, Why? I completely share your opinion that it's it's good. It's good that there was no hate directed her way, but it does bring into question because we see vile hate directed at queens so often, mostly at black queens, queens of color, that. It, yeah, I think it should spark the conversation. You know, she is, um, well, she's young and white and has that sort of vibe going on. And she just does not seem to have received the kind of backlash that we have seen. I think Candy Muse is a great example, actually. I know mm. they're very different people. But, um, yeah, 
I agree with you. I agree with you. The bottom line is, it's good that she didn't receive any hate. But and the thing let's, is, let's keep an eye out and see. Can I just say that can't this just be the normal? Can't can't, yes. can't this just be the reaction? Like there's like if uh, if in future it happens with a black queen, a a POC, an Asian, can this be the response? The yes. the non the silence instead of the hate. Like mm-hmm. if it can be done. With Scarlet, it can be done with every queen. Make yeah. that the standard, please. And just, and I, I think our listeners are the the best in the world. And I, I know our guys just don't participate in any kind of vile abuse like this. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We raised you right. Everyone. We raised you right, guys. We, cho- we chose you specifically. <laughs> you yes. were plucked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right now, while you're washing dishes, yeah, walking your dog, yeah. driving yeah. to or from work, mm-hmm. um, going for a run, or just have us on in the background, we want to say thank you very much for listening. Yes, thank you, guys. You guys are amazing. Let's get into the episode. There are so many emotions going on in this workroom. These are feeling some emotions. Yeah, there is a hangover from the last episode. It's a hangover, isn't in it? In terms of how everyone feels, especially Scarlet. It's 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 exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm. It's black and white. She's gone back to that. You all said you didn't like me. Mm-hmm. And, and that's kind of where she's at at the moment. She carries that sentiment forward with her. I will say I'm quite entertained by River's response because we said it a few weeks in a row that Scarlett was kind of coming for River and being a little unpleasant towards her within the context of the competition. And I think River's feeling a little bit more empowered now because I think she, you know, I think River's like, well, you may have one win, but you've been in the bottom twice. <laughs> no, River's like, I have a win now. And, and no. also... You've been in the bottom twice. Yeah. So now I'm allowed to speak. Now I'm allowed to, because it's hard to try to come for someone who's doing better than you. You just take it. But now she's like, I've got to win. You've been in the bottom twice. Do you remember last week when you, <laughs> remember that? Remember two weeks ago when you said that I didn't want to be here, where you came for me? <laughs> she is letting it out. She's, she's and I am definitely here channeling for it. a little bit I am this. absolutely here for Implying it. Implying that Charity won the lip sync as well. Um, so that's quite entertaining. Um, I, th- I think River's just sticking up for herself. She has had quite a few jabs from Scarlett over the weeks. Um, but you're right, this this, um, this defensiveness and this black and white thinking is continuing. Um, like in the conversation with Ally, it was really, really evident. Tom, talk to me about what you're seeing with her behavior. Is she the, the kind of how defensive... Scarlet's been because Ella, everyone's trying to say, hey, you know, we, mm-hmm. don't take it too personal. She's like, Ella's personal. Ella says, you know, that's this is we want to see the fight in you instead of you moping around. And then she's like, I didn't mope. That was charity, and I do not accept. Mm. And I do not accept that. A rebuke. Just, yeah, she's just not really listening. Should she listen? I th- I think she should. I think that she's got to spend a lot of time with these girls over the next few weeks. And I think it's okay. I think it's okay for her to be in her feelings. She needs to feel them and they're entirely, they're valid. They're her emotions. But at some point she's going to have to process it a bit differently. Otherwise she's going to carry this anger and resentment around with her. Um, I think, you know, she does, like we said, she does have the tendency to think in quite a black and white way. That's just a trait that some people have. Um, sometimes it's particularly prominent in people who've been through a lot of trauma. Um, it's kind of like, if you like, it's, it's, it's almost, it's a defense mechanism in a way because it's a quick and it's like a quick and dirty way of processing information. Um, but it's not always accurate, unfortunately. So usually life teaches people to, um, to think in it more in terms of the shades of gray, 
and, and to understand the nuance of what people mean. Um, so I'm, I'm sure I'm sure that's something that, that will settle in for Scarlet over the next few weeks. Well, the next day or the next week, you know, the topic is brought up again. Scarlet, how are you feeling? And she's straight up saying, I thought I had friends. Yeah, I mean, I, I would have I would have expected her to calm down a little bit by now or to at least have slept on it and to know what the intent was behind it. It's a reality TV show where you're asked a question that's supposed to stir up drama. The plus side is that the question did exactly what it's supposed to do, and it stirred up drama in a cast of girls who weren't in much conflict before this. Um, but they really are now, and they're really carrying this energy around with them. Scarlett has, like, two different personalities. She's like this. And, and the first episodes, I was like, oh, she's just such a happy-go-lucky chav. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. She's like, oh, she's just so full of, she's just full of life. She's like always laughing. She's just so cheeky. This this is a complete opposite to that. She's mm. now she's just she's angry. She's angry. Girl, she's pissed. Well, often very effervescent. She's mad. Often effervescent and vivacious people, you know, just like really, really feel their feelings, whether they're those feelings are like happiness, cheerfulness, or anger and irritation. I think she just feels her feelings quite deeply. I'm really loving River coming back and saying, look, it was unfortunate that you think that um, we don't like you because it was a coincidence. (laughs) And then Scarlett's again like, no, no, no. You said I talk over you. Tom, that that has her talking over her has nothing to do with what happened on stage. She over-personalized that comment. River said that in in kind of a throwaway way in the yes. untucked when Scarlett actually would not let anybody talk. Mm. And that is, is at that point that she walked off. I wonder if she's taken that to her personally because she's been told she talks over people a lot. And so she's over-personalized that when River did not mean it in a, in a particularly personal way. I think River was really trying to say, come on, can we just have a conversation about this and make it reciprocal and respectful? Yeah. Yeah. But absolutely she, yeah, that. Again. Yeah. And, I just love that Crystal came to her defense. Mm-hmm. And I love Crystal. I'm like, she's becoming my favorite. She was, um, she was just like, no. <laughs> Worry about you. She did not say that. Well, she did not say that because she did not. She did not. If we're talking about people feeling emboldened by their badges, she can be, she can be the boldest of all. <laughs> Chris, yeah, Crystal is allowed yeah. to speak. She has two badges, no bottoms. She is flying high. She is allowed to say no. She, I object. She when they when they were like I'm. I am now speaking. Everyone <laughs> shall listen. <laughs> exactly before they de-dragged and stuff as well. She was like a little bit kind of like clap clap. Enough. Yeah. With the whole conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? Because she can. <laughs> yeah. When you are two badges, when you have been flying high consistently, you of course you are going to feel that way. But I really did love Crystal for um. For coming to River's uh, defense there. And also because I'm starting to really like River. I'm starting I, to really like River. River is really coming out of her shell. And yeah. I'm really enjoying it. She's actually, when you look at the scoreboard, River's one of the front runners now. Whoop, whoop. Um, because the true front runner is, is Crystal. But there are three girls who have one win each and no bottom two placements. And they are Charitha. River, Charitha and Ella. Um, then you've got Vanity and Scarlet who are in really similar positions with one win each but two bottom two placements. Yeah. And then you've got none for Gretchen Wieners and Kitty. Look, Kitty, this is your challenge to lose because you've been crying out for a comedy. Like, Give me a comedy challenge and I'll win. Girl, the Snatch Game is here. Kitty, if you don't win this, I don't see 
you continuing in this competition. This is true because either she wins it or somebody else gets their second win and really pushes ahead or and Crystal gets her, a third yeah. win. Oh gosh, could Crystal you make... Crystal could aquaria it. She could she could bimini it. She could, you know. I'm hoping she does. I really am with, hoping with the she does. No, they did the, the library is open. Mm-hmm. Um I did you get any good reads from there? Did you feel like this was a, a, a shady library or was it? I felt like the, again, the angry energy was carrying over, but particularly with Scarlet, what I noticed particularly, it's not that Scarlet wasn't funny. She did have some funny moments, but her reads were a little bit pointy and the Rue was laughing. The girls weren't laughing. So I think the group dyma- dynamics have really, really changed. It's almost like the, the, she's being frozen out a little bit. Do you not think? I, I agree. I, mm. All I saw was a mad boy. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw an angry boy. A really angry teenager. I really... <laughs> that's all I saw. No, a boy. Just a boy. Just yeah, a little, a, little, a little yappy boy just being very, very angry. And I was just like, oh, she mad? Oh, she pissed. Why are you mad, though? Why are you mad, though? Why are you mad, though? She's mad. <laughs> um, I thought that the reads were cute, but there wasn't any, you know, lines that made me go. I, I think my fave, my fave was Charitha, I think. I think she was... Charitha did the really good kind of like read the others, read myself thing, which is always funny. Okay. Um, I-, I, I liked her technique of kind of like, um, Crystal, you're bad. Me- oh, no, that's vanity. You're bad. Me- oh, that's Ella. I thought that was that was a funny little shit. That was shit. cute. That was and cute. And then she was like, you're dirty, <laughs> you're lumpy pads and dirty. Sides. Oh, that's me. <laughs> this is not a read. It may be a read. You judge. Vanity said something that I was like, oh, my God, that's exactly what Ella is. Vanity says that Ella is like unseasoned chicken. That is the most real statement this whole season. That was good. That's exact. I'm trying to like, I'm like, who is Ella? I mean, she Uh does well. She's, but she's just there. She's, she's she's just nutritious. She's high protein. But she's unseasoned. But she's that's it. She's just got nothing. I'm, I'm, when she said that, I was like, "Oh my god, that's exactly <laughs> what it is." I couldn't put my couldn't put my finger on it, but that's exactly what it is. She is unseasoned chicken because she has no flavor. She has no flavor, and she's just there, and she does all right. And it's like, "Hi, okay, that's yeah, that's Ella." Uh, uh, there's something about Ella that I find like kind of endearing because she's got like this somewhat awkward quality and this this clear palpable lack of comfort with truly opening up in this kind of scenario you know we're used to queens wearing their hearts on their sleeves on this show and really being like um so it's episode one and this is my horrendous childhood trauma i'd like to tell the whole room about it and the cameras and rue thank you very much indeed yeah but Ella, and I What's respect that? it really. Or they come into the room telling me a story, and everyone's like, Sorry, what's your name again? Yeah, no, yeah, oh, yeah. So, yeah. Sorry, I'm Laganja. My name's Laganja. Did I not, I didn't start with that? Sorry. Um, and I respect, I respect her reserved quality. Um, I don't, I guess, you know, if I'm thinking of parallels with other queens, she's not giving me Cameron Michaels vibes because Cameron really gave that sense of holding back because she was afraid of saying something bitchy. And that she was like concealing that part of her character. I don't think that's Ella's bag. I don't think she's particularly bitchy. I just think she's like reserved. She observes. Tom, no producer would have cast Ella if that's how she was like. 
you you are you are spending millions you're spending so much money on television on production on costuming on talent on getting people to come in celebrities you are uh, you're spending so much money you're not gonna cast someone like ella i i don't i don't believe she was like this in casting well they do a casting tape and it's it's about projecting your personality through drag not necessarily as a talking head mm. you know Hmm. Um, if we're thinking about storylines, actually, Ella doesn't have one, apart from she's a bit bland and maybe she's going to come into her own. That's a plot line, basically. Yeah. Scarlett's getting lots of plot line. Kitty's getting the, she's not got a badge, is she ever going to get one plot line? Crystal's got, you know, the very Aquaria-esque she's, yep. kind of successful ingenue yep. kind of vibe. River Medway is kind of like the 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 shy young one who's coming into her own and finding her confidence and losing it wonderful kind of thing. Vanity. Do I feel like I know Vanity? I'm not sure I do. I know that she's a fierce lip syncer and she was in the bottom a few times at the beginning. And I'm glad that she's kind of got a badge and I, I like her. She's around, but I don't get a sense of like what's Vanity's story, you know? Charitha is just this the fan favourite. Charitha is she's absolutely Miss Congeniality. I don't see Charitha winning, but I do see her being absolutely fan favourite Miss Congeniality. I hope no, I see her up there. The thing about Charitha is that not only is she funny, she's she is the quickest queen mm. we have. Every time someone comes so for her, good. she is she is volleying right back. Can when, I just clarify? It's not that I don't see her winning because I don't love her to bits and think she's talented, because that's not the case. I think she's fantastic. I don't think the show is going to let her win for some reason. Just something about the way she's being framed in the edit and stuff. No, I disagree. I think Teresa has what it takes. Well, we'll see in a few weeks' time, won't we? Anyway, the winner of the Library is Open Challenge is Tretha May. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that leads, that segues us into the Snatch Game. I and love that we for are Charitha, now. by the way, because it, 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 we do think of re- winning the reading challenge as like an extra little challenge win in a way. It's like a, a, a bonus, isn't it? Sure. It's sure. like a tiebreaker. It can be. Yeah. Like, to me, that pushes her ahead of like uh, River and Ella now. We've just been told what the maxi challenge is mm-hmm. officially i think we should find out who they are and then try to get a bit more info before we oh do you want to try and guess because i i don't have a clue i've certainly not seen any i don't want to guess i just want to guess wanna, yeah, you don't want to guess too. no i just want to get into it no i'm sorry now <laughs> no, i just want to get into it come take a sip go on have your drink before we get into the snatch game performance mm-hmm. let's have a quick talk about the um the walkthrough with Rue yeah. talking to the queens about their characters. What did you think there? I've never seen Rue make so many suggestions for changes and the girls go for it. Yeah. It felt like Rue was really trying to stir things up. It feels like it may be another example of production on this season being like, we're not getting enough drama here. We need to stir things up a bit. Let's, let's really shake these girls up and make them very fearful and uh, change their characters at the last minute. I see what you're presenting. I raise you mm. a Spanish share. <laughs> that's that's basically what she's she's doing, isn't it? She she's telling them, mm, "What else can you do? Do that." <laughs> yeah. What else? Yeah, I know. I know that you don't really know that character, but mm-hmm. can I just hear it? Oh my god! Funniest uh, thing oh I've god. ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. You should do it. Um, I think that the characters that these queens have chosen were fine. Uh, I didn't know. What the ones they ended up with? Yeah. Well, I mean, the proof is in the pudding, isn't it? Should we we get into it then? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So we've just seen the uh, Snatch game. We have. 
I want to I want to say if I'm just looking at it overall that it started high and then became quite the lull in the middle and then picked up near the end. It was carried by two people. I know this you're match say. game was carried by was two in, in unison. Yes. Okay. Three, two, one. Kitty, Kitty Scott, and Ella. Claus, and Ella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. copied me. They um they carried this. Mm-hmm. Thank the Lord. And if I had to choose a winner, I would say it's Ella the day. I would actually go for Kitty, but okay. I think it's close. And I think they were both fab. Let's go for the queens. Now, Let's... what did you think about Crystal Versace, who was Charity Chop Shoe? <laughs> Charity Chop Shoe. Charity Chop Shoe. Charity Chop Shoe. Charity. So Charity I guess Chop maybe some of our listeners overseas might not know Charity Chop Shoe. Um, she is a comedy character. She there's it's all on YouTube. Um, the like quite mini episodes, little web se- series. Uh, very British humor, I'd say. She's a lady who runs a charity shop, which is what we call like Goodwill and that called. Uh, you, you call them op shops, yeah. don't you? Mm-hmm. Um, over here. And she's kind of like, she's not the most likable person in the in the world. She's like a little mini tyrant, but she is very funny unintentionally. Um, I think Crystal got the mannerisms spot on. You can tell that she's a fan yep. of Charity Shop Sue. Um, the, the mannerisms are actually impeccable and I was really, really impressed. And those were some of her funnier moments. I will say some of her answers fell a little flat. And she wasn't the funniest person on the panel, but she made me chuckle with how committed she was to the impression quite a few times. The other thing, the visual gag of the, like, for one, I've never seen a queen underdraw her lips. Because part of Sue's look is that she's got quite thin lips. Whereas we know that Crystal loves a plump and luscious lip and she's underdrawn her lips. And I've never seen that before. So you thought that her character, her characterization was very spot on absolutely she just wasn't consistently funny yeah i I actually felt like she was quite flat some of her answers just didn't raise much of a chuckle yeah she picked up a bit at the end um oh at the end she picked up but like she was like for for the majority of it i just felt like oh careful careful isn't it funny though because earlier i think this is the second time she's used this way because i said what her, her character for the dog challenge was like she's being like charity shop sue Tom, you just saw into the future. I did, like Thank Mystic you. Meg. Theresa May was Margarita Prakatan, who was mm-hmm. a bad singer, and she kind of knows it. Um, I love her confidence mm-hmm. in the character. Yes. She committed to the character. I felt like she relied on her physical comedy mm. because her- The eyes um, and stuff. Because her uh, answers kind of weren't funny, but her- mm. Her physical performance, I think she was really trying to sell it through that. And mm. it may have saved her, but I don't think I really chuckled at much. I enjoyed said. her because I enjoyed Charitha. Yeah. And she was just being Charitha. Yeah. She was being Charitha with a different wig and a lovely feathery costume. Um, so I enjoyed her. But I, like you say, it's not like there were lots of lulls from her. Mm. Um, I don't have a lot more to say other than that really no, she like was, she, was, she was lovely fun energy yeah just not super funny they were just, they, yeah where, where were the jokes yeah where there were was the a, jokes scarlet harlot was uh macaulay culkin home alone now go on you go first well, i've got opinions I don't know. yeah i don't know how i feel if it's the the is it, do i still have a bias hangover from how i keep how, thinking this how she was yeah. bready so am i am i just taking that and watching the through those lenses of not really liking the attitude and then i was like no you know what i i'm pretty sure that um 
I can fairly yeah. judge this. You're a mature person. You can see through I, um, your prejudices. I think that RuPaul has been playing that fake laugh. She completely is agree. That fake laugh. Completely <laughs> <laughs> right completely that i'm like why are you laughing it was why? really strange she got the look spot on like she looked like macaulay culkin and that was fantastic it was but, the same thing for every so, answer completely agree. it was very much um i had a vision who was uh season seven jaden dior face i had a vision and then it, it yeah. got old very quickly and yeah. then you're we, like what else do you have we've had it in many snatch games where a girl will rely on a crutch that's funny the first time then fizzles out um I think this is just another example of that, unfortunately. But for some reason, Rue was laughing uproariously. And if if Scarlett is not critiqued by the judges for having this repetitive gimmick that wolfed in really, really quickly, then we know that there's some real favoritism going on. Yeah. And I do sense that there is already um, because Rue was laughing in the room. Whereas Jaden Dior first was being met with stony silence by the second or third time she did it. Yeah. I I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. There are other girls who've repeated things like that. I can't think who they are right now, but Jaden's the best example. I I thought that the first time was good, ha ha ha. But then when she was the whole time, she yeah. had the fearful face, the fearful face, yeah. and then always ended up in the. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. I guess she mixed okay. it up a little bit when she went for the, you know, the film sound bite bit. Um, kind of get off my lawn and all that kind of thing. Came out but then, of but then there was a scream at the end, apropos of nothing. I her other character would have been a Danny Dyer. Who's there? So he's a he's a East End uh, actor. He's on East Enders actually, but he's been in a bunch of films. And he always plays like a Cockney wide boy. Wah, wah, wah. Um, so I think that would have played to Scarlett's own personality better, and I think she could have made that more real and more funny. And I think she folded to Rue's suggestion to her detriment, to be honest. Well, not really, because Rue was laughing. And that's really... Yeah. The only thing that you need to do is make Rue laugh in this show. Yes. It's not about what okay. we think. It's about what they... So if you see Rue living for it, it's like, no matter what we think, she's paid... She's it's got a du- it in the... It's a double-edged sword because, like, yes, that's how you progress in the competitions, not how you win fans. Mm especially when it's transparent favoritism. I would the other suggestion from me was Tilda Swinton. I thought that could have been really really funny. Tilda Swinton. She um, is... she's a model/actress. She's very gorgeous and androgynous. There can be many people. There can be me. Yes. Okay, Vanity <laughs> Milan was uh Miss Kingston. I don't know the character. I don't know the character either, but I I think that she really committed to yeah. the character. She but was just solid. couldn't make it too funny but i I think that she was okay compared to the rest of the girls i agree she falls in the middle of the pack yeah she was quite solid and consistent i chuckled a few times she had things to say she knows this person she knows this character yeah um yeah she stayed in character she interacted a bit um yeah 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 river river midway was amy Childs. i thought at the beginning she was funny but then it quickly just dropped off and i'm like oh where is she classic example of um strong 
opening answer and then really dropping off because that answer when Rue was like what's your baby's name so I said, now I forgot it was very very good it was very kind of like airheaded Essex girl kind of stereotype what 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 she struggled with really was paling in comparison to Kitty Scott Claus who's playing another Towie girl and they're kind of the same archetype but Gemma Collins is larger than life she's she's a meme generator whereas Amy just isn't that character mm. um, so she paled in comparison and kind of got steamrolled by Kitty a bit, I think. Yeah. Um, the look were, was spot on. She, looked, she opportunities, looked very The opportunities with um, her and Gemma to kind of, I, I guess volley, but mm-hmm. it was there was it was nothing. It was one. It was one player. It's it was literally absolutely. just you playing against the wall. Like there was nothing coming back. It wasn't ping pong. It was no. just ping. So but she she nearly one of her other options was Miranda Sings. That could have been funny. Yeah, Miranda Sings would have been much better because Miranda Sings mm. is all physical comedy. Yeah. And it's so easy to act better than everyone. And yeah. that's all she is. She's and just she could have called her some haters yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So and I, had the lipstick I and everything. wish she did Miranda Sings. I think I think it would have been a better choice knowing that there was already Gemma on the panel. Yes. I would have stared away from it because no one no one can stand next to Gemma from Towie. Just there's no other character. Unless she's being played by... Um, Cheryl Hall. This is how you play Kitty Scott Claus. So let's go to, let's Kitty, to Kitty. Now, Kitty yeah. was Gemma. This is how you play Gemma. Cheryl Hall, mm-hmm. take notes from your sister mm-hmm. because this was Gemma. This is fantastic. And this is exactly how we said, roll the tape, guys, go back to season one. This is how we said Cheryl Hall should have played Gemma Collins. She's an absolute meme generator. She's full of sound bites. Just go watch that season of Celebrity Big Brother that she was on and regurgitate all the quotes. This mm-hmm. is exactly what she I'm claustrophobic, Darren. Yeah. I'm all gamed out. It's like having a job 24-7 for two days straight. I'm only sorry that the... And she said it's a rube. I'm just sorry that my hair is fucking frazzled. You've got hair straighteners in here and they're for weirdos. Like... It, that's the only bit that I missed, but she kind of said it in the workroom. Kitty Scott Claus was she's a contender very for the win. Good. Yep, I, I loved the the visual aspect as well because she made you know she 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 went for the Gemma Collins look, but took it to the next level. You know, those lips are so heavily overlined. That tan was so dark. Um, the the physical joke at the end with the whipping out her bathing costume as well. Even the way she talked was very Gemma, like so oh, unbothered, so and just very like yeah. very Essex, like ah, uh, you know, hi. got a million followers. Yeah, and I, I do want to say <clears throat> one thing that I did really like about Kitty Scott Claus is that I think she was the only one who was trying to banter. Fully off. agree. She was the only one who was trying to bounce off the other girls or was reacting to mm-hmm. what other people were saying. I'll say Crystal tried, but it fell flat. Crystal made a couple of little comments, but they didn't really go anywhere. I didn't I didn't notice it. They didn't so notice that. That's why I think Kitty might have the edge over Ella. But let's come to Ella because she was also Well, no, no, because Ella did that as well. Because Ella Day was Nigella Lawson. Ella okay. Day was um, kind of taking, she was she was doing what she does. She steals things and puts it in a new book and rebrands <laughs> it. And so every time a recipe was coming out of Vanity Milan's character <laughs> yes. of Miss Kingston, she was saying, well, yes, I've got that. It's also in my new book. Uh-huh. So I thought that that was clever. She was using... Um, what I liked about that was that it wasn't jokes brought with you. You yeah. thought of that on the spot yeah. and you applied it. She applied it. But just Nigella just 
did it for me all of a day was very nigella everything was sexual very everything good. was it was a makwawave that was so good um, nadine koyal loved it's that. just i i just Ru- her acting her acting the voice the the answers i just think that all of a day hit out of the park great week for ella I, I, we've said again so nigella was actually the um the first choice for um something wong if you remember in season one but she went with David Attenborough tragically in the well, end. Well, no, not no, well, no, not, she not if you ask, Yeah, not if you ask Shuri Heller. Well, Shuri Heller will say that she is the future. She is the future of drag. People are going to watch this show because of her. It's like she went backstage and hooked her because of her. She's like, Jerry. people are going to watch the show because of her day to never. Girl, Jerry, Hallowell, you, you. But, I, um, I said at the time, again, roller tapes, guys. Nigella's a fantastic choice for Snatch Game, and I'm surprised it's taken somebody this long to do her, because she is famous in the US as well. Like, you just up that the innuendo factor, don't you, and do the kind of hypersensuality thing. You could even go the way that Alaska did Mae West and make the implicit explicit and be really filthy with her, but with like a posh accent. But anyway, like Ella was fantastic. She was really, really good. I would have loved to see her do Mystic Meg, though. I was really excited. I, I said when she was trimming that bob, uh, that poker straight bob in the workroom, I was like, ah, oh, Mystic Meg. And um, I would have loved to see her do Mystic Meg. She's a real British icon. We've already said who the tops are. It's, it's literally only Kitty and Ella. Like, there's the only tops. Well, you sh- well, when you've got seven, actually, sometimes everybody stays on stage. But you can have, like, three tops, three bottoms, one one safe. Or one mix. I think Charitha and Vanity are safe. I think the mm-hmm. bottoms will be River Midway and Crystal Versace. And also Scarlet Harlot. I think this so. is what I think. I, I know that they're living for Scarlet, but take away the laugh tracks. The totally. <laughs> take that out of it. It literally was like you're doing the same thing over and over for every answer. I completely agree. Let, let's give our opinion. Yeah. Let's, let's screw what Rue thinks. I think, and let's see if the runway makes a difference. Ella and Kitty are clear tops, and I'd be happy with either of them winning, but for me, Kitty has a slight edge. Um, mainly because I want her to get her first win, to be honest. Otherwise, she's out of the competition. That's, not, that's not a reason. Pity is not a reason to give someone the win. This is Someone's giving us talent on the show. Talent? You, yes, you need a reward there. Okay, but... I'm saying I liked both of them. Okay. okay. I'd be happy with either of them getting it. Um, I do. Th- for me, Scarlet was my least favorite, I think. Yeah. Because I don't, I, I just think it was a weak character choice and with weak jokes that were repetitive. River could be down there. Um, River is down there. River's down there with Scarlet. And, and Crystal could be Crystal. down there. Yeah. And yeah, Charitha and Vanity are just going to be in the middle somewhere. Let's see if there's anything else. In the workroom, besides the runway, they can alter what we, we think. I, get, I bet, yeah, whoever has like a tearful story in the mirror will be the winner. Now, the mirror moments this week is, I mean, a conversation that comes up all the time. Uh, everyone's coming out story. Everybody kind of threw their hat into the ring, really, didn't they? And yeah. Gave, gave their different accounts. But I think most of the spotlight probably shone on Ella. Um, thus... I am placing my bets now that Ella has won. 
because um, it's the first. I think it's significant because it's the first time Ella's opened up about anything. No, it, first time she's opened up her mouth. Yeah, period. absolutely. We're hearing her talk. It's a real kind of like we are getting the seasoning, the spices, <laughs> the nutmeg, the vanilla. We could be getting all of this. The core fifty four. Yes, it's all coming. Mm. It's all coming. Um, uh, one story that really resonated with me mm-hmm. is um, Teresa. Yeah, she had to cut. She came out when she was eleven. And came out, came out again at eighteen. I had to come out more than once. I know. The thing about me is that I really can't remember my coming out story. I can remember moments, but I can't remember a lot. Mm-hmm. Maybe I've blocked, I've, I've blocked it out. But I, I mean, I can remember bits of it. But I mean, all I do know that I had to come out more than once. So when Sharitha said that she had to come out twice, I was like, oh. Preach, man! Is it immigration? Yeah. Is it uh, do immigrant families just no need to hear it more than once? Like, what is it? Is it something that was the topic was just kind of buried that sort of thing? Yeah, but yeah, let's get to the runway. Yeah, let's get to the runway. Bring it to the runway. Runway. The category is feeling fruity. Feeling fruity. Not a runway theme we've seen uh, before. Shut up. <laughs> First up, we got Teresa May. So Charitha uh, wears her influence on her sleeve and shouting out says that it's a Carmen Miranda-inspired look. And I think this is really, really cute. I think this is pretty successful. She's certainly giving me Carmen Miranda vibes. I mean, with all the kind of ruffles and frills and the, the fruit bowl on her head, um, this is all I'm seeing. It's very Carmen Miranda. Um, I think this is very Charitha as well. She's giving us just lots of, of just lots of Spanish fun and flavor. Really, I love this color on her. It's sort of coral. I mean, the 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 headpiece is is peach, but I will say the color she's wearing is coral. Um, but that's that's a mind. I love the color coral. Yeah, so she looks it's a, beautiful. It's a tick for me because it's very true and honest with um, the fruity. Uh, category and the, the I think the, it's nice. The fabric I've... choice is clever as well because it's velour, like peach fuzz. Yeah, obviously, Tom. Yes, it's very evocative. Of Goes the without fruit. saying. I think it's really successful. I do like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I feel like you know what? Just seeing her in this outfit, it takes me somewhere. It takes me to like an island. It takes me to a party <laughs> where people are like. <laughs> and that's where it takes me so it's transported me tom definitely she's taking you on a journey yes uh next up we've got crystal Versace. i think this is also very successful because it definitely evokes a dragon fruit you know she walks around the corner and you go ah this is a dragon fruit um it to me um again very successful it's a bit like kind of like lady gaga does alexander mcqueen what was that show the one that I think Violet Chachki took uh, inspiration from for her spring look. I think it was like 2015 or something. But it was very much kind of like a bodysuit with that kind of like headpiece. You know, the kind of like hood and then the ponytail coming out sort of thing. Um, I think this is this is gorgeous. It's everything I expect from Crystal. It, it's polished. It's fun. It's sexy. Um, but there's an element of camp. But yeah. it's fashion as well. Yeah. Um, I literally everything you said I was about to say. So mm. I mean, one mind, you know, you podcast <laughs> long is. enough. Like, do we, we do just, we really need to hear both opinions? I think the next podcast is actually just going to be us in silence, just transmitting our it's opinions telepathically. It's a tick. Oh, definitely a tick. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Scarlet Harlot. Now I can see the color is lime green, but just as Graham says, really, if we're thinking of a fruit being evoked, it's giving us lettuce. 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 Mm. Well, let us discuss this look. <laughs> I, you know what? Now, now all I can see is lettuce. lettuce. I'm going to say it drowns her. 
there's too much here. She's so petite and tiny and she's got this lovely petite figure. Yeah. And she's drowned herself in frills here. I think, I think if she's going for anything, I think it's that recent, was it 2020, Carolina Herrera, which was full of like color blocking and frills. And this is, she... I, I think this is a take on that. I don't think it's quite successful. She needs to take off that collar ruffle. That's what's drowning her. Okay. She, she's got a corset in the middle that cinches her in. Okay, cool. I will say even that is lost in the ruffles. But if she took off that collar ruffle, that would be more successful. I mean, like Lettuce, I feel her wig needs, is a bit thirsty. The wig is just swallowed up by the rest of the look. Like she, I think wearing long hair with this is a mistake. She'd be better off with an updo. With an updo, yes. Or a bob. Um, I don't really mind the outfit. I mean, I, I, I liked it. <laughs> so, I don't I, even think. No, I'm sorry. I'm, no? I'm, I'm, I'm actually gonna. I'm gonna. What would we say? Flick this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is that what it was? It was. It was, a, it was a tickle flick. <laughs> um. I, I'm gonna take it. I I like it. It's it's it appeals to me. You know, you're entitled to your taste. That's fine. Yeah. Even if your I taste like is wrong. <laughs> That's all I've been eating the last three weeks. <laughs> if you follow my Instagram, if you're one of the 25 um, followers that Tom, you know, called me out for. It's more than that. I was giving uh, you praise. If you're one of my little followers, yes, I've been eating a lot of salads. <laughs> and you know, I feel good. I feel great. Um, I wake up and I'm you've like, actually, what? No, you've actually been eating like really well-rounded but nutritious meals. You've yes, not been Tom. Well, I'm salads. sponsored now. You see, um, I get my meals delivered to me, and yes. I get to just I just pick and choose my meals, Ballers. and they deliver it, and I, I it's all there. It's all, it's all for Ballers me. a sponsored athlete, but that's for another podcast. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, thought I'd just brag a bit. And uh-huh. discount code Polo Ten. What? You got a discount code for <laughs> me like well, this? If you're going to mention the discount code, you should tell them where it's for. Uh no, it's well it's for Prep Kitchen. If you guys want to order some uh, nutritious meals, check it out, guys. Um, check it out. Okay, next up we've got River Midway, and I'm just straight away going to say it's a flick. Unfortunately, this is one of the less successful. And think, think like compared to how beautiful she looked on the runway last week in her gorgeous Singapore-inspired gown. I know she's trying to go for like a bowl of fruit. It's just like it's a very empty bowl for me. It's very anemic. <laughs> Uh, if you're gonna do that, like drown yourself and 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 create some kind of silly silhouette with it. Having a big blob of brown in your midsection for a fruit runway just isn't gonna work, unfortunately. I mean, who even has a fruit bowl that is like a brown boat? I, I thought it was a boat when she came out. Girl, this took me back to tea or coffees, ice cream. It's very that, isn't it? <laughs> now, I do love the fact that she made it herself. And I think the construction is nice. Like she's made a garment well here, I think. And she does a lot of praise for that. You but- gotta give her props for making it herself when you look at her compared to the other girls she looks like she's got a brown blob in the middle and the the fruits are just too small do you know what would be a better moving forward a better challenge moving forward of rupaul's drag race mm-hmm. and this was suggested by charity case yeah that they should all be given a budget that they are not allowed yeah. to spend more than, for example, a thousand pounds. That is the maximum you're allowed to spend on your outfit for the whole season. Yes, because she she was saying that it, it's be, it becomes like you, there's a vast difference between people who have money and who don't. And Michelle Visage 
can really just sew her lips shut like they didn't hocus pocus <laughs> to that man <laughs> she needs she's like you don't need drag you don't need money to do drag like yeah you don't need money to do drag but you need money to do drag race and when true you're that, standing next that. to girls who have a lot of money and you don't there is gonna be a difference i'm I, sorry I, I do i do think this idea could have been done really really differently though money or no money um I, you know but then okay, again Michelle. you know she clearly spent on last week's look and this was a week when she had to save probably yeah. but i do i do i do think taste and design come into it it's well made but i don't think the concept is successfully executed so i am going to flick her even though she's wonderful L of a day is watermelon inspired. I like the silhouette. It's cute. Am I biased because I'm starting to like her now? Maybe. <laughs> it's a lovely color combination. We've seen watermelon on the runway before with Widow Von Du, remember? She had a fab watermelon look. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously exactly the same color scheme. I do like what she's done. She's got this lovely body contrast showing off her really beautifully padded body. I like the bite marks. It's fun and campy. Um, I like how she had the skin that became became a cape and then a sort of overskirt train. Um, she camped it up on the runway. This is great. Kind of reminds me of that um, Charlotte Olympia show from London Fashion Week from a few years ago where the, people were literally just fruits on the runway. I'm not sold on the wig. <laughs> Says who? Says me? What? Um, I think the white blonde goes with the neon colour scheme. But okay, go off, sis. I win off. Yeah. Thank you. What color would you have made it? It's not the color I don't like. It's the style. It's very mom going to the mall. She has to do big boofed up hair for her proportions. Okay. Um, how would you have styled it? Um, you know Hugh Bing, don't you? You who? remember the other week when Charity was like, well, give a funny suggestion then. You're just criticising without giving a suggestion. Well, Tom, I don't need to give a suggestion. If, like when you walk down the street and you see someone and you go, I don't like that. You didn't go, well, <laughs> I think you should have done this. I, my eyes don't like uh... it. And that's it. That's period. It's, it's no need for further discussion. <laughs> wow, that's Tom. all me. Well, why are you coming for thinking, me? I'm just thinking, you always want to know you, what's in your head. You, you've been coming for me all day. <laughs> um, I think you're you. more sensitive than Scarlet Harlot, frankly. Let's move on. It's a tick for me. For it was definitely day. a tick. Great. Now let's talk about Miss Vanity Milan. Now, Vanity is giving me a tangerine. I'm totally getting tangerine. And this colour is beautiful against her skin tone. This beautiful, bright tangerine orange looks really, really good on her. Um... I am drawn to compare her a little bit to Charitha. And Charitha's look is a bit more interesting and a bit more well-made, I think. Um, but she's got this lovely figure-hugging bodycon dress. I do love the samba sleeves. Um, and overall, it's cute. It's just it's a, it's a very similar sort of reference point to Charitha. And even kind of like similar colors, actually. Uh, I think it looks like a really nice church outfit. Yeah, and I think and had you replaced the bowl fruit on the head with a a church hat, this could have really just been a gospel look. Um, only because this reminds me of like what my aunties, my my, my mom would wear. <laughs> they would they would have been looking fabulous if they were wearing anything like this. Yeah, colors and feathers. Feathers detail. It's kind of our aesthetic, Michelle. <laughs> I think we have different aesthetics. <laughs> I think it's a great look. I just don't think it's executed. I think the fruit part, which is the head, it just comes out of nowhere. It doesn't blend with the look. And therefore, it's kind of like mismatched. Like, you could literally cut the head off in the body and you'd think that they're two different looks. I think this is the second time she's worn that neck piece as well. She's pulling a Jocelyn Fox. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. Remember Jocelyn wore that same. Is it a tick or a flick? I'm going to go tick because overall she looks pretty. Okay. I'm I'm going to say... I'll give it a tick. Yeah. Because it's off not? tick though, isn't it? Yeah. What about the last queen, which is Gemma? Gemma Collins. What do you think about Gemma Collins here? <laughs> Gemma Collins on the runway. Dreaming on the house. Um, I think this is great. I think... Um, I think Kitty's pushing herself a bit. I think she's trying to go beyond pretty and she's trying... In fact, actually, she is quite high concept most weeks. Actually, she has got like a fun campy reference. Um, I think this is cool. This is Red Riding... She, she spelled it out you know, in terms of references. It's Red Riding Hood meets Poison Ivy. She's kind of like a naughty Red Riding Hood is fruit picking. Um, and she's got a basket full of cherries and strawberries and she's going to eat them all did she go for picking in the stories wasn't she just taking something to her nana it was a pre-packed picnic she did no picking she just walked through the forest so this makes no sense to me well it's a basket with and you can imagine what's in the basket you can put whatever you want in it she's embellishing she's going i don't think she's literally telling the story of red riding (laughs) you can stop coming for her now (laughs) just kidding I think this look is high concept. I'm not. I'm never ever going to be the the biggest fan of the nude illusion because I prefer real skin, and it just looks like there's a really grim beige color splattered on the center of her chest, and it. I I'm just not here for it, but I do love the look. I like the kind of the red and green combo. The kind of like vines. It's giving me kind of like strawberry patch. Mm. Okay. Tom, let's just... We've seen the Snatch game. Here we are with the looks. Does this change anything with the winners? Um, I just know that Ella's won this week. And that's fine. That's fab, actually. You know Great. what? It's, it's not... Do you want Ella to win? I, I do you want think a- she deserves it? I want Ella or Kitty to win. Kitty would be my first choice, but I'm happy with either of them winning. Um, my first choice is Ella. Yeah. And then Kitty Scott Claus should be um, high. The bottoms this week is going to... It has to be either River, River and Vanity, or River and Scarlet. Um, I th- When we put Vanity safe, and I don't think her look pushes her into the bottom, I think the worst looks looking at the runway are River and Scarlet. Okay. Um, Crystal's look might keep her safe because it's really good. Yeah. And Charitha presents to us what we expect from Sharitha and what we love from Sharitha. Yeah. She should be safe. Sharitha will be safe. Sharitha mm. will be safe. Okay. Well, let's see. Okay. So let's just rumble through this. Mm-hmm. Ella Bidet is the winner. So congratulations. Congratulations, Ella. Ella Very well deserved. Fab job, Ella. Kitty got now, a special mention. Scarlet is safe. And also in Untucked, Scarlet was acting like she was in contention for the win. And she came for River again. Like, Scarlet has, we, we you know, we, we called it out first, I think, with, with Candy Muse. She feels as good as her latest critique. Yes. I know that's a natural human response to a certain degree, but so exaggerated with her to the point where it's like, well, you need to de- develop a bit more of an internal sense of your own skills and abilities and worth rather than just being as good as the last critique, Scarlett. You know what? I just thought I was really immature the way she was like, oh, so River last week that you said you were on an upward trajectory and I wasn't down. Well, now that's reversed. How do you feel? It's like, that. did you need to say that? I guess 
was what, like what I would say is like she was perpetuating a conflict that didn't need to be perpetuated. Yes. Like sure, River kind of came at her a bit when she was down last week. But Scarlett instigated all of this several weeks ago and she's continuing to perpetuate it. Just felt a bit unnecessary. I wish River hadn't apologized, to be honest. Yes. I didn't think River needed to apologize. I think the the one who needs to apologize is Scarlett. Uh, the, a- the other thing I would say is like I was a bit baffled by Scarlett's praise in this challenge. She's a fabulous we and talented both drag were. queen. It's, can I just say like, Michelle Visage, she was like, oh, I want you to do more of it. When were you? When have Michelle, you ever said this can before? You, did you direct that energy at Jaden Dior Fierce? Or did you tell her that you were bored within five minutes? Exactly. She, I, want you to do the, I want you to do that again, that scream. And I'm like, are you serious, Michelle? It's, it's, and like, Girl. Yeah, I could see Graham lying through his teeth as well. Like, Rue was pulling the strings here. Can I just say that she is like like tea coffee? Scarlett has an uncle or a <laughs> a someone family mm-hmm. on production who is foregoing their bonus if they just let her survive <laughs> the snatch game. Can I tell you what, I'm convinced. Do you know what the she, You know what? Is, she is sleeping with someone on the production team, or like, has slept with them in the past. Yeah, you sound like you sound like Thor. You thought she's. Snaked her way back into the competition. <laughs> yeah, she's she she did it with snaked her way. I'll no, tell you what, she is snaking her way to the finale. T- like all Tina, all tea, all shade. Tia was super duper likable and a great narrator, though. So I was glad she was kept around. Yeah. Like I said it last week, Scarlett just has this entitlement. She mm. feels entitled. She feels like it's her for the win. And she, I, she's basking in Rue's spotlight at the moment, and. I mean, it's not the prettiest look. Mm. I really, really, really would love Scarlet because she is a fabulous and talented queen to take a little step back from the praise and the criticism and develop a slightly more of a sense of her own self-worth. Yeah. The bottom two this week is River Midway and Sharitha May, and I did not see that coming with Sharitha. I Charitha. did not see Sharitha being put in the bottom. But Sharitha had, had given me another great line. She says, they could have just said meh, and that would have saved them some saliva. I just was like, I love you, Charitha May. She's so when they're, when they're talking about what they said about her look. I am surprised she's in the bottom because at least she kept that character. And I don't feel she fizzled out. She no. just wasn't funny. But so, but her character was on point, and I, I feel like it was more well, on point than the other. You know what this is? Other. Like, she's a sacrificial lamb at the altar of Scarlet this week, unfortunately. That's it, yeah. Um, somebody has to be in the bottom with River, and it should have been Scarlet. Um, like, I did note when we were going through, because I always make a little note of it, there were two solid high critiques, Kitty and Ella. There was one solid low critique, and that was River. Everybody else was mixed. It was really, really hard to tell exactly who'd be in the bottom. Now, other Scar... Scarlet must be paying Kitty's Kitty's rent, or maybe she is in is in debt to Scarlet. Mm-hmm. But I said this earlier, and you're like, no, no, no. But like every opportunity <laughs> Kitty gets, she is constantly sticking up for Scarlet, constantly getting in there. Whenever there's tension between Scarlet and someone else, and Scarlet's in the wrong, she'll 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 try to deflect it. And I saw that since the beginning, and like I'm seeing it now in the Untucked, where she just was like, "Oh, you know what? I understand how you feel, and it's hard not to take it personally." You didn't need to say that. The conversation never didn't need to be had. Like it's it's over. It's done. My, my take on it is that she's a very non-confrontational person who doesn't enjoy 
conflict. And I don't believe she's trying to I just think it, that she, she likes Scarlet. I do Scarlet. see what you mean. I do see what you mean. She was tending to side with Scarlet. Maybe she felt that Scarlet needed an ally because everybody else was kind of against it. I don't know. Let's talk about the lip sync between River Midway and Charissa so, so May. Lulu's iconic song, Shout. Can I... The winner, for me, was River Midway. It's definitely River Midway. Do you know what? This, the best thing about this song, this lip sync, is all you had to do is convince me that you're having more fun than the person that's dancing next to you. Yeah. That is how you... For this song, it's not about who's the best dancer or about who's the best... It's... Who can show me that they're having more fun? And River did that really successfully. And she looked like a, a girl on top of the pops in the 60s. She's having a great time. Tretha spent 90% of it holding down that wig. with that wig. And I think she was just worried about the wig the whole time. And she wasn't really able to get into the music. And it was so sad to see because I'm like, Tretha... Yeah. You're better than this. She and didn't protect herself very well. Like, unfortunately, she put that wig on because it was easier to keep on her head than the headpiece. However, it wasn't very... <laughs> maybe it was harder because she was hanging on to it and adjusting it the whole time. Oh, I... It was so sad to see because I just... Unfortunately, I just see Charitha going home this week and that breaks my heart. Well, if, it, if we're looking at this lip sync, she's absolutely going home. I mean, we haven't yet seen who's going home yet. We've just... Finished the right at the end of the lip sync, and I I know that Truth's going home because that performance was a bit. She just didn't look like she was enjoying herself, and She's, I don't feel like she was really performing. She wasn't even giving us the energy she gives in the confessionals, that comfort, that funny. She just gave a look of stress and worry, and I'm like. Where's the fun? River was having a great time and it showed like she was a great little performer. She was really, really good, you know, dancing away. And they felt like, again, kind of like 60s-esque kind yeah. of moves. I mean, let's just call it now. We think that River's going to stay. Let's check. But this is so sad because I don't want Sharitha to go. Okay, a double elimination. Now, a double elimination should only happen when it is completely useless and you really can't choose a winner. Yes. There was an obvious winner here because Charitha May was that bad and River Midway was okay. So River River won. There was no need for a double elimination. Yep. And this kind of just there was also no need for a double save. Um when Scarlet lost against Charity Case in that yep. lip sync. What's happening? What it spells out to me, basically, what I'm sensing is favoritism of Scarlet Harlot overall. She was the one who benefited from the double save. She was kept out of the bottom this week. Um, I don't think Charitha should have been in the bottom. I think it should have been River probably against Scarlet. Um, but Scarlet, you know, would she have won a third lip sync? Mm. That you know, you've got to be a fantastic lip syncer to do that. And also, I think River Medway did a decent job. The only, yeah. the only two double sachets I can think of are season five, Vivian Panay and Honey Mahogany, and season eight, that's exclamation point and Lady Queen. Yes, don't say any three times. Um, and they were kind of felt more dessert. It always feels mean, though. It always feels mean. It always feels like kind of a really bad send off to those girls, you know. Like, you've done something exceptionally bad today. Goodbye. Yeah. You are the way, because Lingamai. I just... It wasn't a double. 
I mean, it wasn't a best lip sync, but it wasn't a double. And buy. also, this is going to bite them in the asses because these guys are fan favorites. People love River. People love Charitha. People are not going to respond well to this. I mean, welcome to reality TV. Isn't that it? I just think, yeah, and it's entertaining TV. Sure, sure. But I don't think this is the way you go about it. You don't send home two fan favorites just to create a water cooler moment. Mm. I. I'm so, I'm not getting over UK season three, but like there's just too much shenanigans going on. There's a lot of shenanigans, isn't it? Too much. It's just it's the the level of unprofessionalism far, far too much. much. So now we've got Ella with two wins. So Ella's up there with Crystal. We still have Kitty Scott Claus, who is the um, Pandora box of the season. Like she, she gets is. so close, but she just does not. Pandora box in the North Stars. Pandora box in season two. In season two, yeah. Um, she, Original she flavor, so close, Pandora box. But she just doesn't snatch a win. Yeah. And this was her win. If Kitty didn't win this week, she has to be out soon. Well, remember, like, it really depends what the show is trying to do. Because remember, Ellie Diamond got all the way through and was given a really spurious win. I mean, Ellie... <sighs> later. Ellie Diamond plus tea coffee equals Scarlet. <laughs> the way that they are being pushed to the finale. Um... <laughs> And I mean, they have it. I mean, I do, I do think Kitty is at least, I do think Kitty is worthy of her place in the top five, even though she's not won anything. She hasn't lost anything either. She's not been atrocious. And you, I never feel like Kitty's being deliberately kept out of the bottom. She does really, really well. She's really solid, funny drag queen. You need wins now, Tom. I, I, I agree wins. with you. I know, I know. But it's so, so strange because they sent home to... Front, we said at the, big, the front end of this episode, they sent home two front runners, two girls who had a win and no bottom two placements have just been yeah. vanished away, spirited away. I mean, it is what it is. Look, let's just see how else it goes. This Candace Drag Race to look forward to. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's close see. this chapter. It's done. Goodbye, Charitha. Goodbye, River. You guys bit... are amazing. You're going to do well after the show. I just um, feel a bit delirious now. I think it's. I'm just a bit giddy. It's just, just like. Just negative, I'm not Tom. Sure. Just negative. Like, it's over. Thank you for listening to Spilling the GT podcast <laughs> for this episode of Drag Race. Make sure that you follow, review us if you haven't yet. Um, but Canada Drag Race drops very soon. So you'll be hearing from us in a couple of days. You will, actually. So don't mess us too much. Okay. So that's us. That's Bolo. And Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys very soon. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. Spilling the GT.